Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, Brett Besley, Big Dick Toledo. For a full week, finally, back and normal and ready to do our thing here as we uh, cruise through these unbelievably hot days. Uh, Awesome, though. Liked it very much. Spent a lot of time out in it. Watched a friend start to disintegrate. Poor Jim Wilson. I'm not sure if my friend uh, Jim is going to be at work today. The dragon's in trouble. Yeah, we decided, I look, I don't mind the heat. I actually prefer just getting in it and wanted to start uh, golfing again. So I got the clubs, got everything out. So let's do this. First weekend I have them. It's 114 degrees outside, so I told Jim, I'm like, let's just go at noon and start in the middle. I don't like starting anything in, on hot days in the morning because it's nice when you start. An hour later, it's a little less nice. An hour later, it sucks, and the, the whole day just progressively gets worse. I'd rather be in it when it's hot, stay hot all day or with whatever I'm doing, and just you know have a, a normal temperature get me the whole way. Well, Jim and I did 18 holes, and there's nobody on the course. I'm like, let's keep going. I look over, and he's playing, and then uh, we got to one hole, and I watched him try to pull a club out of his bag, and his head dropped. Like, it was too heavy losing for his the body. Dragon. He's like, oh, we're losing the – like, he, he, the clubs are too heavy to lift. And he goes, that's it? That's I'm done. And then as we're walking back to the car, he goes, I may need medical attention. I'm like, are you thinking? And he goes, I'm, maybe. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go. Because I don't want to be around. <laughs> I don't want to see that. If the guy's going to die in the parking lot, I'm going to get blamed for that. So then I, you know, became the uh, spokesperson for Wilderness Athlete again. I'm like, well, if you were hydrating and recovering properly, you'd be all right. <laughs> I just got to drink water. And I'm like, well, call me, make sure you get home. He was all right. He made it. But uh, a couple of vodka sodas, a little round of golf, middle of the day, a nice tan. It's a beautiful thing. It was great. And there were surprisingly a lot more people out there than I thought. But, uh, yeah, eh, we're in the desert. It's what we do. Just make sure you're all right. You do it in the this morning. I don't know how you do that. That's right. That's where I lose it. That's where I'm like, oh, we started off. It's like right now. It's nice. Yeah. If I were to drive around in this for four hours, by the fourth hour with it, now it's 115. You, you, you oh, finish on the hot level. Ugh. It's either you do. Yeah. If you get there, sometimes you have to go. Now you can go really early, but yeah. and it stops. I but can't. I'm not setting an alarm to. Most beat of the time, the heat. it's 11 or noon. Yeah. Right now, I'm the start. There's no beating it. 
you're going to lose to the Heat, so you might as well just yeah. do it. But uh, and then yesterday did a a nice little pub crawl with uh, Doug Hopkins and his crew, and they came up to my neck of the woods, and we did the 16th Street and Bethany home bounce. I got to say thanks to evidently boys, uh, everybody at Aftermath listens to this show, and uh, Johnny the sous chef, and uh, Ian and Charles, the guy that uh, runs the place, and they couldn't have been nicer to us. They opened it for us. We were there early. It was like yeah. two o'clock, and they don't open till three or, or something like that. Three or four, I don't know. They're like dinner, and they're yeah, and they're and we walk by. I'm like, ah, oh, they're not open. And then the door swings open, and this uh, sous chef goes, "We'll take you." I'm like, huh? He's like, come on. Like, you just can you just drink though? No food yet. I'm like, okay. So that's all we're doing anyway. Popped in there, and then the whole staff comes running out, saying, "Oh, I love this." And I was introduced to a guy. This is the second best guinea in the world. Uh, next course to Brett. And I'm like, my God, this is the greatest place of all time. I gotta go in there. Aftermath. It was awesome. And then they made us these chicken wings. They said we can make you some stuff. And they just brought out these chicken wings. It might be uh, they're top fivers. They're just different than any other type of wing I've ever had. So it was amazing. So thanks to those guys too. But we hit all of it. And Doug Hopkins passed out. It was the greatest thing in the world because he's he's he, I almost won ten thousand dollars off of Doug. Our last stop was uh, we just went to the bar at Phoenix City Grill to have the bacon-wrapped shrimp. Go over there, and Doug's got that look in his eye. And he's like, uh, 25 push-ups, $10,000. What is he, Russell from Stripes now or what? (laughs) He's that, yeah. I've got $25,000. And and I'm like, I I can do that, no problem. He goes, not you, me. I can do it, 25. And I'm like, I'm not going to put that much money on 25 push-ups because you can get superhuman strength. For that kind of dough, give me 50. No stopping. Or actually, I said one break in 50. You're allowed one break, and you can do it. And I thought he was going to get on the floor right there at the Phoenix City Grill, and I would have done it. Joy stopped him. He had nothing. And to, like, throw salt in the wound, it wasn't but three minutes later that they left, and uh, Joy sent me a picture of Doug in the car, passed out before they got out of the parking lot. (laughs) Joy was his designated, and she's like, he's walked all the way back to the genuine to get his car. They get in the car, and Joy sent me a picture as they're pulling out of the parking lot, and he's asleep. And I'm like, that's that's ten grand in my pocket. I would have won oh, that no problem. Yeah. He'd have been Man. asleep on the floor at Phoenix City Grill. You're staring a nine leg. Same game parlay. Oh, yeah. huge. I'm just looking at it like, oh god. Does, does he damn. get the bro muscles when he when he drinks? No, he gets push up muscles. You know. he gets, he gets money challenge. Like, I can do this. He gets the. But you never know. Well, you take that, and all of a sudden he does. He's the guy who, in the, he gets that mom can lift a car off a of baby strength. Yeah. His love for money is that of a mother for her child trapped under a car. So I don't know that I trust that Doug Hopkins can't do fifty push ups if you put a baby under the car in the form of ten grand or five thousand bucks. And we're laughing. I'm like, it's a dumb. I I've got to take this bet. Yeah, and and he's sitting there pointing at me. I'm like. I, I don't know. I don't want to see you die, but I also want to have a check written to me for $10,000 because you were dumb enough to try to do 50 push-ups. That's not easy for somebody in shape. Doug hasn't done push-ups in 10 years. There's no way, but he keeps challenging every One of these days, I'm going to take him up on it, and he's probably practicing at home right now. But yeah, so we had a good day yesterday just tooling around and boozing. But Aftermath, uh, the gang at the Genuine came out and started to... It was weird. Like Everybody wanted to give us stuff, and it was... Uh, but I like being introduced to people as their heritage first. I don't know that guy's name. This is the second best Italian. Uh, this guinea's number two compared to Brett. And I'm like, all right. So we got, got guinea two. Nice. <laughs> Forgot his name already. Huh? Nice to there. meet you. Oh, it's great. That was a good spot. Yeah, go up there and go, ah. 
Where's Guinea 2? Because I'm Guinea 1. I think I get something out of this. And then went home last night and watched The Godfather, which I haven't seen in forever. And just forgot how absolutely Amazing. ridiculously good that movie is and how bad most movies. Well, you guys are sitting here talking about the difference between Jurassic Park, Crap World, and uh, Top Gun Maverick <laughs> is. But uh, then you watch The Godfather and you realize, wow, this is, this is an abused art form. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it can't get better than it's that. It's real. That movie's amazing. And uh and then, you know, Jurassic World Dick Hole, I think it's called this week. I don't know what that is that the name of it. You're a dick hole for watching this. Pretty close. Yeah. It's uh, out and people are going to see that. I just don't get the Jurassic World thing. You can't reveal dinosaurs anymore. So unless you write a great story, it's it's there's nothing to see. Except unless they make it like the boys where it's just a gore fest. And I know they won't do that because China won't allow it. That's who they're making the movie for. It's just weird. Like the previous, Larry and I were talking about because he watched a bootleg copy on Friday. You went and saw it. Yep. And it's uh, and Larry's like, I've it's, it's so insulting to you as, you as you're watching. It's like this is like for people with a brain power of head injuries. Like people with head injuries might like it because that's don't how starved the, the entertainment oh. and the movies is right no, now. No, that's they how dumb are... the the general yeah. population is. Because it's a keep, combination. You really. plop down twenty dollars for that thing, it makes a nine hundred million. And in a movie like The Godfather, if that came out today, wouldn't make a penny. It's three hours long. It's uh, you know a character build, yeah, especially if you're sitting in the theater. You're not going to that, and they're not going to do it. so. That thing would make no money. And of course, they're going to go. Well, these Jurassic movies are you Fast and Furious thirty nine. You, you get three hundred of these. Yeah, yeah, Fast and Furious, and then so the dumb public just keeps plopping down cash for that. Jeff Goldblum brings them in, man. He draw he draws them. He, it's not the dinosaurs so much as it is the bloom. <laughs> and you liked it. Uh, it was okay. How many stars? It's inter- it's <laughs> How many stars? It doesn't matter. Two and a half stars. Three and a half. That's the, there's no hatred for anything. He can't sit there and go, this is the dumbest thing I've ever well, watched. Two and a half is pretty low I'm, for him, I, though. I, I, I'm not going to go in there in the present company. i got to re- remain pretty quiet. What I don't do want to ruin it for anyone else in the uh, oh like why oh god are why you kidding not? me? You paid your money just if there's know, something if there's I a did, you're kidding me moment. That was the best thing about uh, when my friend said he saw the new um, uh, what was the uh, Schwarzenegger movie about Mars? I forgot. The Total Recall. Yeah. When they redid Total Recall, and at the exact same time in the theater. Me and another guy, when they revealed how this thing works with this train that goes through the center of the planet, which is the only way this movie works, is if they invent something as stupid as that. But it can get you from one side of the planet to the other in just a, a couple seconds. And uh, and they're like, that's how we'll have to get away from this. And me and another guy, I think, goes, are you kidding me? <laughs> Same exact time. Because the plot point to, to throw that in there was like, okay, you're treating me like a moron now. We've bored holes all the way through the planet, we can invent a train that light speeds you to the other side of the world, but we can't figure out this air thing. Come on, it was it was the and that is maybe the dumbest movie I've You'll ever watched. You'll laugh eventually when you see it. Maybe watch a little bit on TV of this Jurassic. Yeah, where there's a couple of team poses because you got it's like a uniting of the cast of oh, the other ones. Yeah. So you got Goldblum and Dern right. and they're bringing the old with the new. Yeah, yeah. and that whole clan is together and. There's they do three the flying or four v? times where whatever Diplosaurus, these hybrid right. like T-Rex-like like things. Diplosaurus, is that a DJ dinosaur? I thought oh, so. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like Skrillosaurus and But they're, you know, it's coming in, breaking through glass. It's about ready to get them. They're all stacked up like a baseball team photo. There's th- like three rows. 
Oh, Got right. these young ones, uh, and they're all posing. It's like yes. an album cover. Yes. It happens like three or four times. It's an establishing shot, Brady, that yeah, they that's can what use okay. for that. Yeah, it's a great thing. And then Diplosaurus Another one. comes out and <laughs> spins some tunes for him. Yeah, it's either that or the Flying V. And you'll notice the pause. They're, no, they just made themselves a movie poster. <laughs> it sounds There's terrible. a lot of that. Yeah. Oh, it, it's, it, uh, look, when I saw the previews for it, I'm like, man, like children – are smarter than this. Like like six year olds would be like, this is I can see through this this story. It looked pretty bad. But funny bad. Like maybe even worth hating. Perhaps. Not like Fast and Furious bad. No. Which just doesn't make sense. Calvin and Hobbes is the the one I watched last and it was uh or no Hobbes and Shaw. I'm sorry, that's, that's right, what it's right. called. I can't stand it, but it's hilarious. But they don't make good like action movies anymore. They're just all like that's why I like the boys so much. It's unapologetically action-based. And then they'll throw in a little something underneath it to be like, oh, okay, I care about what happens here. When I'm rooting for all the main characters to get killed by the bad guy, you know you've got <laughs> – and that's what I've done with Jurassic Park since 2 on. I'm like, well, they just eat these people already and take over the earth. Yeah, you got to have one casualty. Yeah. How many times do you convince an audience that building that park is a good idea or opening it up to the public is a good idea? Like Jurassic World. It's like we did, a, we did it better this time. It's like a really bad idea. This is like plane crash village. Don't I mean stop. 9/11, uh, you know. Let's let's retrace the steps and get in planes and do that again. No, it's a bad idea. <laughs> Opening up a dinosaur park where the last three have failed due to massive amounts of dinosaur carnage. You don't open up a fourth one. You just don't. But yeah, they they're away from the Yeah, the, the last one was they're too removed from the park. Sure. They don't even open a park. That's now. right. Well, they they're just, just let maintaining facilities and <laughs> Right. Well, they can't let the people back in. That sounds horrible. Yeah, it just sounds awful. <laughs> they just have to maintain it. And they're doing a terrible job of they that. They can save the world with the DNA. Yes, of course they Cure can. Cure diseases. The world is dying from a lack of dinosaurs. That I makes loads would. of sense. Me too. And that's what I say. When I go to those movies, I start rooting for the dinosaurs to start just, I want to see Chris Pratt's innards and just spitting them out or stuck in his teeth or something, just like jammed in there. Like, I want to see a violent murder of the lead characters in that, because I'm not rooting for them. Bryce Dallas Howard and the last one, she beat one up with a high heel. I'm like, are you kidding me? That this what? The, yeah, oh, she beat she one up right out with a flare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they're like, it, it, it's done. I quit after one. I didn't even bother <laughs> with that. I watched, I watched number two and said, oh, the magic's gone. I've seen bits and pieces of three just on cable and stuff, and then I haven't seen anything. So the Jurassic World one, I watched five minutes at the beginning, and I'm like, okay, I'm out. He can whisper to them. I'm done. We're done here. So it was like Caesar Milan to yeah. the dinosaurs? Yep. <laughs> I tell you. Well, his problem is that no one has cared for him since he was – he did not have proper socialization as a baby dinosaur. Over here. Rex, look at me. But then uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, is that his name? D'Onofrio? Yeah, I think so. He comes in and he wants to take the Raptors and turn them into military attack units. Makes sense. That yeah. just, that just makes happen. tons of sense. You got nothing will stop <laughs> that's, that's a troop you, of Raptors. We got drones, but uh, we're going to train Raptors yeah. to do this. I did watch something good this weekend, though. So if you want to turn your brain back on. And it is like, uh, pe- people, I'll get emails from people, I'm sure, because it's tribal based on who did it. But somebody's, some, a friend of mine's been pushing me to watch the, the documentary by Matt Walsh from the Daily Wire called What is a Woman? Have you seen it? It's, he, it's hard to get to. That's the problem because you've got to get in on this Daily Wire thing. But I finally just caved. And it's actually pretty funny. Now, it is slanted one way basically to say 
because Matt Walsh is a pretty right-wing guy, but I thought he was fair with what he was doing. He just presented a lot of people that are so far left. They can't, and none of them, like a, uh, I forget what college he goes to. He's talking to a social scientist. No one, can, no one is willing to answer the question, what is a woman? Goes to a women's rights march and says, I just ask him, what's a woman? Like, define woman to me. What does it mean? Uh, a woman is anyone who identifies as a woman. And he goes, yeah, that's called circular logic. He goes, that doesn't, that doesn't. And none of these people know how to do it at all. And it is, it gets pretty funny when he's sitting with these so-called experts and these these uh, physicians. And then he and then he starts to hammer one of them who gives the puberty blockers and everything else, which I didn't know was the same medicine that you give to sterilize sex offenders. Oh, it's the same thing. Hmm. And it I'm, quells so, the urge. I just know not quells. To, it just destroys. It, it, I mean, it blocks your ability to produce. You can't like it's a it just destroys your ability to to advance anything like it just stops your shuts testosterone it down. shuts you down and it, and it can be reversed and all that and that's okay. if they understand how it works but I mean it definitely is probably not I would assume not a very safe thing to be giving somebody who's going through that uh, they don't have any long term studies and all this but it was it was really interesting and I like documentaries like that but uh, the minute I told somebody who wasn't necessarily oh Matt Walsh is just such a piece of shit, and I'm like oh okay so you're I'm I saw a it's clip like Bill of it. Maher when he yeah. went through the and did the uh, evolution creation thing when he was oh yeah religious yeah, yeah it's like that religious yeah, exactly but yeah. the other side and to me it's I'd like say religious he was more fair okay Bill Maher was more like open minded to the idea of like just talk to me about what you think and everybody gets mad that you're being asked because yeah. you're 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 confronted with having to know things about what you say you believe yeah and when somebody says just tell me what it is oh you can't tell me I can't believe I'm like whoa. Don't get mad at me for what you believe. Tell me why you believe it. And that was kind of the whole point the of religion. The clip that I saw, it reminds me of, on the other side, the same as Jordan Klepper being in a group yes. of, of yep. Trumpers. Exactly. It's, it's, the same, it's targeted and, and it's very, and it's very it, pointed. It's the mark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And them trying to, and then he goes home to his wife and he says, honey, what's a woman? And she goes, an adult female human being. He goes, okay, thanks. <laughs> and that's the, uh, the whole thing ends with her just answering it because she doesn't have an agenda. Yeah. And the people with the agenda are trying so hard. And it brought up a, a thing uh, I didn't really pay attention to is uh, – uh, what do they call that? Trans uh, – transabled. They mentioned it in it. And How's I have, that? I, I read an article about this a while ago, and I thought it was a fake story. So then I started to look at it this weekend. It's very real. Uh, there's a movement for it. They want to make it part of a group that is protected – Transable people feel like handicapped people in a healthy body. Oh, F off. So they're cutting their arms off, gouging their eyes out. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Island, uh, <laughs> did, you, did Trip just enter the room? <laughs> no, like so they're they'll cut their arms off, and they and this one guy that the the, the study well they'll live as a disabled person. Without being disabled, so they'll put braces on and wheel themselves around, and and they they feel 
lawsuits for that? Like people pretending fraud? to be handicapped? Yeah, it's yes, fraud. fraud. It's called yeah. fraud. That's yeah. exactly what it you is. You get 40 grand for a finger. Yeah. But, Sounds uh, like Springer. It says this guy's been trying to cut his right arm off for a long time, finally succeeded with a very sharp power tool. The man calls himself One Hand Jason and lets everyone know uh, or lets everyone believe it was an accident. Um, for months, he tried different means of cutting and crushing the limb that never felt like his own arm. Uh, he trained himself in first aid so he wouldn't bleed to death when he would do this. <laughs> and you're like, okay, this guy's mentally dist- – they have 32 different people uh, in Canada trying to get this uh, procedure done. And now they're like, maybe we should cover this and help them out. It's this living their true selves, right? Are you, wow. Yeah, are you kidding? It's uh, ridiculous. Oh, hold on. 604 on the dot. The ski mask has made it to the building. That's 604. She's morning, Abel. Will there be a Starbucks? We got to start betting on that. Yeah, we need to fan to There is a Starbucks. I have a Starbucks. Had to pull over and get that on the way up. 604, everybody. Starbucks in hand. As she slowly meanders her way into uh, her place of business, had to pull over and get herself a coffee. Got to stay awake early. down there. Got to stay awake down. It's, it's impossible for her she and the listeners. She has a headset on and she talks all the way up to the studio. I'm sure. That's yeah. her first break out of the car. So anyway, back to what we were saying. Thank you, Ski Mask. Welcome. Thanks for getting everybody Starbucks since you had no schedule to keep. You could have just pulled over and helped out. Uh, it says uh, classifying people as transabled, feeling like imposters in their own healthy bodies. Uh, and then this doctor says, we define transibility or desire or need of a person identified as able-bodied. Identified. That's where we're getting into the danger zone of saying, well, I was assigned able body. <laughs> no, you've got a body. No one assigned it. No one guessed. You're, no one's going to do that. I'd like to see a doctor go to a, your baby is very healthy, all 10 fingers, all 10 toes. But I'm afraid as a doctor, I have to assign him as an amputee. Like what? Yeah, he believes that his right arm isn't his. Get used to that. He is transable. Thank you, Dr. Cape. This has nothing to do with a mental disorder that will somehow or another affect him later in life. It's very rec- – and so they're saying that uh, this, uh, this doctor in Quebec says it's very real. And it's something that needs to be taken seriously. A person could want to become deaf, blind, amputee, paraplegic, and it's a strong enough desire to make it so we have to help them. So they're going to just start deafening and blinding people who feel like, my arm feels funny. I don't think it's mine anymore. Instead of just saying, oh, you're a lunatic. You need to go to a doctor of brains and have him work on you or her. Maybe Idle Hands was a documentary movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a documentary about (laughs) It's got to get rid of these. These are horrible. Uh, I want to know, like, they get the procedure. Yeah, I want my uh, left arm removed. And the doctor afterwards is like, man, when it was done, I never saw a person more happier walking out yeah, of the hospital. No, with a- th- that's what they're saying is that, well, they, wow. the, these people arrange accidents. Isn't that against the Hippocratic Oath to take somebody? Yeah, they're, they're, no doctor would do it. That's stuff? why they're trying to make it a thing where doctors kind of have to recognize ah. it as a medical thing rather than just a looney tune. Uh, it says they arrange accidents to help achieve the goal, knowing that, you know, modern medicine isn't going to do this for them. A perfectly healthy arm, they're just going to cut it off. Uh, so he dropped an incredibly heavy concrete block on his legs in an attempt to injure himself so badly an amputation would be necessary. Doctors, however, broke his heart and saved his legs. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a limp, but that's not the disability he wanted. Is this the it's st- not enough? What's not enough? Where, where, what are we living in? This is a thing. I wish he'd have dropped it on his goddamn head. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Would make him mentally disabled. When do they feel like I hate? Being- well, it sounds like he's that yeah. way already. Well, that's what I'm saying. At least let's finish him off. 
It's a problem for individuals because it's distressing on their day-to-day lives. But after watching this What is a Woman thing, and then he tra- Matt Walsh travels off to Africa to explain transgender to Africans, and they just laugh like, this is insane. What are you – this is – you guys really have this? He's like, what about a man who wants to become a woman? And they just start la- laughing and goes, penus, penus. <laughs> like, you can't do it. You've got a penis. It's not a thing. But it's really just kind of a cultural yeah. grab. Eric says, John, the guy with that one-armed Jason guy has alien limb syndrome. That's yeah, he feels not, like he's got other people's stuff. It's not transable, right. but with alien limb syndrome, are literally afraid of one of their own limbs. Yeah, they can be scared of their limbs. They can feel like their limbs are somebody else's. They can feel like they have ghost limbs that are not like not represented by their current carbon mass of body. Can we bring back lobotomy? Is it too late oh, for that? Oh, God, no. I, I, I would really like that. That's a beautiful thought. <laughs> I, it's really, that was like saying, can I create I mean, a it rainbow? Worked, it worked, didn't it? Well, mm. they abused it. <laughs> But I'm maybe they didn't. Maybe it was just. Maybe, it depends yeah, on what you're yeah. going for. But lobotomies were just. Uh, doctors are like, I'm tired of this guy. That was basically what lobotomies right. got to be. Maybe right. let's try this. I think in moderation, lobotomies are great sure, for society. We've got a better handle on it now. Their technology's a little better. Uh, right. We'd have to be. Well, I can't imagine the groups that would pop up to Isn't try to a, save that. But there's a pill now that can, it's basically a lobotomy. It basically shuts off. Yeah, it's that called one. Molly. have you ever seen anybody on molly they've been lobotomized yeah yeah i uh it would be oh by the way i think titus said he was gonna ask uh billy gardell if he would do mike on molly where we dress him up as a cop and we give him molly and then walk around (laughs) i I had this idea when billy was at my house i'm like that would be funny and i told and i don't even know what registered with him i'll do it and he was watching the football game so i think it just disappeared but mike on molly would be great billy gardell walking around in the cop suit just all mollied up touching people who Approach him and say, oh, my God, you're Billy Gardell. John, who do I sue? I've been pretending my right hand was someone else since I was 13. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I've, I've had ghost arm. I've had my, my right arm identifies as a female right. a lot of the times. Right. Whether you like it or <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah. I mean, my right arm identifies strong as a female. My left one, not so much. She's kind of an ugly, clumsy girl. In fact, if anything, my left arm's the hot girl. She does a terrible job. She looks like a good arm, but just a terrible job. Right arm. That's that fat girl getting her done at 2 a.m. outside in your car. She's quick. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, my right arm identifies completely as a woman, especially if I'm bored or Megan's at the grocery store. Then this arm becomes, I am woman, hear me roll. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It was a fun, but that you should watch that. And I don't know how to find it. It's on Daily Wire, which is evidently some right-wing thing that I'm going to get crazy inundated with uh you know you can, news stories and stuff matt it, walsh on twitter you can find it right there Just okay. it. Go to then him. do the it's, twitter it's, i it's, dove into the warren jeffs thing i heard that was great it's pretty good. and the reason why is because of mike watkiss yeah channel three's Holy mike watkiss is a, he's a huncho i almost took a picture of him and show and yeah. we saw that one the hair post <laughs> i got tons of those looks like he's he's got this long he looks like uh uh like a disgruntled former member of air supply like he see, like he looks like he should, like he didn't. He got shorted by the gang at Air Supply, and he's fighting back. Every picture you see, you're like, that is early '80s yacht rocker Mike Watkins. But he's in it like crazy, evidently, right? Yeah, he, he does comes a in on the uh, second episode. I started to watch and then it and throughout. Then I got I, I, my brain was moving different directions. I'm like, I don't pretty know, crazy. I can't, I can't focus on anything right now, so I'm going to go do something. But I started to watch the beginning. The Warren Jeffs thing is nuts. That whole story again. That's another thing I can't believe. Happens in and amongst this normal, and he's society. still running the church from prison. Absolutely, is yeah. he? I thought, he's not dead. 
Is he still alive? He's, he's alive. Still alive. And he yeah. still Man. gives a he puts a sermon out or a message basically mm-hmm. from the He's the prophet. prophet. He's the man. He's the one. Yeah, I don't get it. But boy, doing a number on some people and brainwashing them into believing something at an early age. It's amazing what you can do if you start teaching a kid one thing at age, you know, two. They're not going to ask questions. That's the way it is. Sure, Jim. From daddy. Get rid of your daddies. Yeah, you're not allowed to come, uh, you know, down to normal society. But once they do, or once they get hold of that internet and they realize, oh, my God, there's that? I've been lied to. So I, yeah, I definitely want to watch that. Mainly for Channel 3's Mike Watkins and his new hair. Because he is like full-on roadie for Bon Jovi now. Leather jacket. Looked like kind of a members-only jacket, yeah. only updated. He's only, like, he's 5'1". Well, on a good just, day. No, on a good he's day. He's 4'6 in this because he's yeah, hunched, he's hunched over up. the whole time. I watched him at a, uh, AJ's when somebody goes... Uh, set, walked up to him and I'm like, hey, there's that little Mike Watkins. I didn't realize how small he was. And I'm like, there's Mike Watkins. And we're... Uh, the food place, and I'm checking out. I'm in the line to check out, and he's standing next to me. A lady goes, hey, I know who you are. I know you. Yeah, well, <laughs> and he starts to like, wow, that's cool. He's got his Fonzie <laughs> jacket on from the kids section at Sears. <laughs> and uh, she's like, uh, but she couldn't put a name to it. And I think he just finally, I think he asked her something like, you want me to sign something? Like, You're the guy from Channel 3. <laughs> that's right, Mike Watkins. And he had his thumbs up and everything else. He retired. I loved Mike Watkins. He was great. He could take an average story and make it seem like, you know, Scorsese needed to be in on it. It Awesome. (laughs) And he's out. He's just got his video equipment, and he's in a bunker in Bisbee or something. I don't know where he is. Fantastic. Whatever he wants to do, he should do. Grow that hair, Mike. That's what I say. As long as you think all your limbs are yours. And if there are any trans-abled people listening right now, uh, I don't mean to diminish your plight, but your plight is bullshit. And you need to uh, go to a, a, a shrinking head doctor. Because nobody with all their limbs is going to convince me ever that the best possible solution is to lose one to make your brain feel better. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that to be something that doctors have to be d- dealing with. He's trans I've seen over 200 doctors. Enough with the... And they want to make Until it like... Until I found one that yeah, went right. Until right. I found exactly. a guy who took the money. That's basically yep. what it is. He's in a day's in on the border of Mexico and Arizona. But yeah, if they make another group that we have to bow down to, like, that's a very serious disorder. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of those disorders. Let's uh, get the dis part off of it and just get them orderly, shall we? Get them back into society as normals. I'm tired of bending over backwards. They'll eventually fall in the knock it off category. Knock it off. Yeah, you're you're in the knock it off. <laughs> You've been diagnosed with. Uh, let's see. Knock it the f- off, and uh, here's your. Take two of these and give them two birds, and call me tomorrow. <laughs> God just flipped me off. So take two of these and call me tomorrow. I still have both my arms. Lucky. Yeah, I want them to have to go to a group of people who have lost limbs in accidents and just tell them how awesome it must be. You guys are so lucky. You're right. parking right. and better seats to ball games and stupid. I was uh, and I got that tonal thing. Yeah. So we're working on is that. that. The mirror? No, the mirror is like the lesser one. The tonal's oh, amazing. Okay. It's got the weights and it's got this. It the technology is unbelievable, and it's the hardest workout I've ever done in my life. And you do programs. You sign up and get a monthly thing, and and, the, and there's a billion different uh, instructors, and you tell them what you want to do, and then. You can start this thing. Well, mine is Coach Woody. She's great. And she does the thing where we're working like, oh, I love, and just motivating as a personal trainer on the screen while the machine's helping you do all the work. 
Megan goes in there, clicks on hers, and the first program she's got, she's like, all right, and this lady's in a black top with rainbow on it and uh, pants, and, and they keep them up to date. It's like, you know, every couple days, this it gets a new thing. Uh, like each trainer's doing new stuff every day. So she's like, all right, everybody, are we ready? And let's get this done. It's Pride Month. So uh, we're going to do this for all the people that fought for us. Well, not gay, but okay. And then you hear every exercise. She goes, all right, when you're on the bench, grab the handles, and on your backs, push and fight the way the people who had to fight for their rights. And then she stops the exercise and gives this big speech about gay rights and all this stuff. I'm like, hey. And <laughs> Megan's first workout, it said, how do you like your instructor at the end? Thumbs down. <laughs> Comments. I don't come here for some play. I'm like, uh-oh, you went full Karen on it. First workout. And then she looked it up, and, like, everyone with a tonal was complaining. Like, enough. Here for a workout. I'm not here to get told about Stonewall. And I, I agreed with her, but not in this forum. You can't, you can't escape it. The message from something just keeps pouring itself on you even when you're trying to do something that has nothing to do with who's humping who or where you put your penis or what i don't care i'm just here to do some sit-ups that's it what if the uh instructor was giving you crypto tips as you're working out yeah, you know? right. well what if oh. what if and this is an interesting thing i'd like don't to invest. ask yeah. i'd like to ask people who are like well you should be able to what if that same lady was like, believing in Jesus is the only way anyone else is wrong. And this is, the, and she's just pushing her religious beliefs. People would lose their minds. Oh, yeah. I, people would lose, people on the whole, you should be able to say whatever you want. And it's a, you're right, you should. But if anybody pushed religion, and this is not the time or place for that. So I look at it the same way. Any pushed agenda, and I don't care if it's something I agree with. It is not the, the time or place is missing. That's the problem, is that anybody feels like if, if there's a camera pointed at them, they got to make a point. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. You're a personal trainer. Lift, put it down. Lift, put it down. Well, that tonal's amazing. Megan just happened to hit the very first video. Was in a score. Nor- oh, I was like, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> you won't shut up about gays. I'm like, you sound like a crazy woman. Well, it's not that I don't. It's not that I hate gays. Gay, gay hating, gay go, hater, yeah. and I. Horrible person in there working. I am not. She just won't shut up about these homos. <laughs> oh, my God. What a terrible woman. But it was annoying. Hilarious, though. So if you get the tonal, skip the lady in the rainbow shirts for June. While it lasts. She's going to do that the whole month of June. I'm fine with like having it in the first. Like, hey, Pride Month to everybody out there, blah, blah, blah. Good on you. A happy Pride Month. And then leave it. Leave it alone. I don't want to go to McDonald's and go. You know, welcome to McDonald's. Can I help you out for Pride Month? I want to let you know that all the people who have fought for their meat in their mouth. No, this is not the time or place. <laughs> out. <laughs> Nobody fought for meat in their mouth the way you're saying, and I just want a burger. Anyway, uh, it's six eighteen. Let's get a wake up song. Start this week off great. It's hot. It's gonna be. They, they actually had the nerve on the news last night to say, "Get a little cool down tomorrow." One hundred eight. F you. One hundred eight is hot. But it's fine. We live in it. We expect it. There's no reason to be surprised by it. Just deal with it. Uh, give it to us good and strong. 585-9800 is the number, and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98KUPD. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.